Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Sam Leibowitz of The Conscious Consultant. Sam, it's awesome to have you on the show. Oh, wonderful. Thank you so much for inviting me on your show. I really appreciate it. No problem. Definitely appreciate you for taking some time out. And before we jumped into the show, I wanted to read a little bit more about Sam so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. And Sam, known as the Conscious Consultant, is a mentor, coach, speaker, healer, and serial entrepreneur. He's been in business since 1993 and has owned several successful businesses. His current ventures include the Conscious Consultant, taking alter- Talking Alternative Broadcasting, and Double Diamond Wellness. Sam has been has lectured in several venues in New York City, including being featured a feature speaker at TEDx Upper West Side in 20. 20- 16. Sam, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Absolutely. Let's rock and roll. Let's make it happen. So to kick everything off, I guess I wanted to rewind the clock um, and hear a little bit more about how everything got started. Could you take us through your CEO story and we'll let you get started with the businesses? Um, well, if you want me to go back to 93, that, that could take a little while, but just <laughs> briefly, you know, I started off in corporate like everybody else. I was working in uh, financial institutions for the first nine years Um, financial institutions and uh, trade associations. And I just kind of had that entrepreneurial itch. I mean, you know, when I was a kid, I used to uh, deliver newspapers to like the local bars and get tips from the bartenders. So, you know, I was kind of used to getting paid based on the effort I put in. And so working at corporations, I just noticed that I was putting in a lot of effort, more than the guy in the cubicle next to me, but because he'd been working there two years longer, his paycheck was larger than mine. So I was Mm -hmm. like, something about this just doesn't feel right. And uh, I wanted to kind of become a computer consultant. My career was in IT. And uh, I was a member of this volunteer organization. And uh, uh, I was talking to one of the guys in it. And he said, oh, do you know John, the guy who does our newsletter? He's a computer consultant. Why don't you talk to him? So I talked to him. I started working with him part-time for probably a year. It took a while before a big enough project came along. And then a big enough project came along. And he said, hey, Sam, I can give you this project if you want to leave your job. I'm like, yeah, I am ready. And I jumped ship and I haven't looked back since. Nice. I love that. And especially like kind of like the entrepreneurship, entrepreneurial uh, DNA, it sounds like you had as well too, and being able to kind of fulfill that. And, and I think that so many times we forget of kind of like the process that it takes to kind of get to launching a business or getting started. But I think that you want to make sure it sounds like you have like your ducks in a row and things in place so that when that opportunity does present itself, you're actually ready to kind of uh, sprint and, and take advantage of it. Yeah, one thing that's very important to keep in mind is that sometimes it's a great opportunity and you love it and you want to dig into it, but it's not going to replace a full-time income right away. So you need that sort of transition period. You need to kind of save up some money. You need to be prepared. Otherwise, you can end up short and it could be really bad. Now, in today's economy, a lot of people are kind of being forced out of, you know, people are, I mean, I heard it's like over 20-something million people filed for unemployment in the last four weeks. Um And at the time we recorded this, and and it's just that, you know, people aren't going to have a choice. We're moving more into an entrepreneurial economy. These big corporations are laying people off. They're not coming back. And it doesn't matter what level of management you are, how high or low you are on the rung, you have a potential to fall victim to that. And one of the things I love about being an entrepreneur is nobody can fire me. 
<laughs> and the clients I don't like to work with, I can fire them. <laughs> yeah, it, it makes so much sense. And, uh, and I think it's, it's so important to kind of be aware of that. And also, as you said, you know, so eloquently aware of the times that we're living in and times that we live in and what can happen and what has and is happening now um, and how, you know, we can kind of, I don't want to say arm ourselves, but just be as prepared as we can be for what's happening. Because I think that's a lot of times what um, can create a lot of the frustration is when you're not aware of what's going on around you. Right, exactly. I mean, that's one of the key things. And regardless of the kind of business you're running, um, being aware of not just your competition, but the environment and what kinds of changes are taking place. And, and so many people I know now are having to completely retool their business to become a virtual business, be able to work online. And, and, and even I had to do with, with my own podcasting network, the Talking Alternative, I had to do some work to get it up and running. I was able to do it relatively quickly because I had already put some things in place uh, to be able to move in that direction. And it still was a bit of a challenge. And I still had to you know, work really hard for three or four days to make sure all the technical stuff was working right. But we didn't miss a beat. We, we did not stop broadcasting for a single day. And uh, I'm, I'm, although things haven't been completely smooth and there have been challenges, I've been able to meet those challenges. And that's one thing. It's like you never know when you're going to get hit with something unusual. And, and, and this year, you know, it was COVID. And back in 2008, 2009, it was the real estate bubble. Back, you know, the 2000, it was the dot-com bust. So you always have to kind of keep an eye on what's happening around you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that uh, kind of being able to kind of train that muscle as well, too, because I think if you have that expectation that, you know, things will happen as they always do, but you know that you have to get and become that solution oriented person, even though it may not be the same solution, the same thing, you understand that, you know, you know how to look for it and you know how to kind of take action when you need to, to, to get to where you want to or get to a better place than maybe you were initially. Right. And it's just staying flexible. It's really flexibility in today's environment. And I, I don't just mean like this month, but I mean, in the last two, three years, we've had to become more flexible than ever because of changes in technology and, and society and in everything are like we're getting hit with it all the time. And actually, I'm finding that it's the smaller, more entrepreneurial organizations are better able to meet that challenge because when you have a very large organization with a lot of infrastructure to sort of turn that ship, you know, they say it takes, I forget how long, like a huge amount of time to turn an aircraft carrier. Like it takes days. Mm -hmm. Right. If you're a small speedboat, you can turn on a dime. So flexibility, I don't know necessarily what it takes for an individual organization, but always keeping that in mind for your department, for your organization, for your business of, of how to build in potential flexibility so that you can change and you can turn on a dime when something happens. Yeah, absolutely. It's not if it is. It's basically when, um, especially with technology and things like that. So um, I wanted to drill down a little bit deeper, hear a little bit more about the conscious, conscious consultant. Can you take us through exactly what you're doing there and what, how you serve the clients you work with? So um, my personal brand, which is the conscious consultant, is something that I've been working with now for about 13 years. And really what it is, is it's a marriage of sort of my, and I'll be very uh, front and blunt, my spiritual leanings, my, my studies in personal development, spirituality, shamanism, and everything. Mm -hmm. And I sort of made a very conscious decision. I had been a, a, a small business consultant before. You know, I've been an IT consultant. I've been all kinds of consultant. And it just, it, it didn't light me up anymore. And to be honest and authentic to where I was in my life, I said, you know what? Where I am now, this is where I am. I'm more concerned about people's consciousness. Now, 
person does not have to be spiritual for me to work with them. As a matter of fact, what I found was over the years, I actually end up working a lot with people who the regular solutions aren't working for them. They get stuck. They're leveling off. They, they hit a roadblock and they just don't know where to move forward. And they, they don't meditate. They don't do yoga. They're not into any of this crazy stuff, but they're at least open. They're open to trying something different. And what I do is I kind of take all of this esoteric knowledge that I've accumulated over my life and I can translate it into very plain, simple language and concepts that are very practical and grounded that people can use to change their whole perspective and to change the way they operate in whatever system or situation they find themselves in so that they can actually feel more empowered, thrive and grow and understand that everything they need is actually within them. They just have to turn the lights on a little bit. And that's what I help. I help, I help people turn the lights on inside to feel more empowered. And so as an outgrowth of that, the opportunity came for me to take over Talking Alternative Broadcasting by the founder who ended up, believe it or not, becoming a Buddhist monk. And he now meditates in the forests in Malaysia and Thailand all the time. So I, I took over the business from him. So he was able to become a monk. Um, my wife is a psychotherapist. So we started this wellness center together. He was also an acupuncturist. So we made this sort of general wellness center out of his acupuncture practice. And so I've been developing the, the, this live podcasting network talkradio.nyc, um, where again, it's about educating, uplifting, and inspiring people around the world. And, and the Wellness Center also, it's about helping people to understand they're much more resilient and much stronger than they ever thought they were. So all the things I do all kind of fall under the umbrella of the conscious consultant. It's all about supporting people, helping people to thrive, and, and helping people to see there's a better way to exist in this world that not just helps them personally, but financially, uh, in, in, with their family, with their relationships. It's a holistic way of being. And when you get better at one, it affects everything. Nice. I absolutely love that. And I think that, you know, obviously we were talking on a lot more of a, I guess, a very uh, tactical standpoint earlier, but I love how that bleeds through those same kind of principles that you talked about on how to be flexible, how to understand like some of the things that you need to solve some of the issues that we have are not necessarily external, they're within us. And I think that I love how obviously, you know, it has kind of like that, that common thread in everything you do, but it kind of manifests itself in different modalities, for lack of a better term, or in different ways, in different companies and organizations. Because I think when you have that strong kind of awareness and and um, I guess theme or mission or vision, it starts to manifest itself entirely throughout your life and everything that you're starting and doing as well too. Right. It doesn't matter what level you're at. It doesn't matter what size organization you're working with. We're constantly having to make decisions day in and day out. And if we're not congruent, if we're not in alignment completely within ourselves and with what we're working on, then those decisions we make probably aren't going to be the best decisions. But when we do become congruent, when we really know ourselves on a deep level and we see our patterns and we see where we're coming from, then we can make much better decisions. And then those decisions really affect everything else that's going on from very practical day-to-day -day things like what vendors should you use or, or who should you hire or what market should you enter to things like how do you show up when you come home at the end of a day and you've had a really long grueling day or how are you taking care of yourself or not taking care of yourself in any given situation. Like today, it's, it, it, it's amazing how we have this ability now. We're no longer commuting to work, right, because of the shutdown. So we have the opportunity to actually take better care of ourselves at home. We're, probably, we're not eating out as much. 
Now, we may be used to going to a gym to exercise, so we may have to exercise a little more self-discipline, but we can now exercise from home. And you know what? It's nobody's responsibility but our own. And, and it really all just comes up to us. And now we can really see ourselves in a very stark, naked way because we are spending so much time with ourselves and our families. Yeah, absolutely. There's no, uh, there's no kind of filter or anything for that. You know, you're seeing yourself and the people around you, uh, definitely in, in the kind of like the truest form in, in our businesses and organizations as well. So um, you might have already touched on this, but I want to ask you for what I call your secret sauce. And it could be for yourself or for your business. But what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? So what makes me unique is I really am about taking sort of ancient wisdom and bringing it into modern times. You know, so often we think that, you know, success principles and, and how to really thrive in life is something new and different today. But the truth is things that people have been talking about for thousands and thousands of years still apply to today. And so my particular lens and filter that I look through things uh, one of them, just as an example, is this idea of the four elements of earth, air, fire, and water and how they show up in our lives. And that's basically fire is mind, earth is body, uh, water is heart, and air is spirit. And when we consider, when we look through the, this particular lens, we can see where do we need to draw upon one particular aspect more than another. And so that's really what I'm about these days and helping people to see, you know, wh where is their heart at? Where is their mind at? Where is their body at? Where is their spirit at? Absolutely love that. So I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted sure. to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? So the most basic one that I think everyone needs to pay attention to more, including myself, is our breath. It's just taking the time to breathe, especially when we're under so much pressure and, and we need to make you know, really careful decisions, is just sitting back and taking a breath. I definitely uh, love and appreciate that. So I want to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So that could be like a word of wisdom or a piece of advice. Or if you were to hop into a time machine, what would you tell your younger business self? I would probably tell myself when you're making big decisions to really look inside to where that decision is coming from. Absolutely. And that awareness and that information is definitely phenomenal. So I definitely love that uh, nugget. So I want to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. We're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Sam, what does being a CEO mean to you? <laughs> well, in my, in my book, CEO is chief energy officer. The CEO sets the energy for the organization, no matter how large or small it is. Everything comes from the leader. And if your energy is incongruent, it's going to manifest. I've seen it in organizations many times where the CEO is, is not in alignment. They may say he or she says one thing, but inside they're really feeling something else. And it sends a confusing message. And then people will follow it in a very confusing way. So think about where is your energy? Where is it in alignment? Where is it out of alignment and why? And then you can really turn it around and be that chief energy officer. Truly appreciate that. And I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you want to let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things you're working on. If anybody wishes to find out more about me, my website is theconsciousconsultant.com. That's all one word, theconsciousconsultant.com. And my email address is sam at theconsciousconsultant.com. 
And uh, at this point, I'm even letting people reach out to me on my phone. You can call me at 646-408-6132, just because I am looking to be more in service and I'm looking to help people to really weather what we're in and thrive regardless of the challenges we're facing. Awesome. Thank you so much again, Sam. We will have the links and information in the show notes, but I definitely appreciate that reminder as well, too, of how we can look uh, to be of service and how there's an opportunity at hand for all of us to really be of service and sometimes even understand and shift exactly what that is and what that looks like and, and truly provide value in people's lives. So I appreciate you provide, providing value for us, and I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.